It's the tip of the spear in the epic battle to defend the United States of America. The National Security Hour exposes the wolves in sheep's clothing and their nefarious plots to undermine and destroy U.S. national security. Welcome back to the National Security Hour on America Out Loud talk radio network on iHeartRadio, where you come to hear military and intel experts, the voice of freedom, the out loud truth. America Out Loud talk radio plays on iHeartRadio network, and you can also hear this on the our media player from any web browser in the world. We also have the best in-class apps. That's Apple, Android, Alexa. We stream 24-7, and now you can hear them on the podcast on the same apps. All of our shows go to podcasts typically one or two days after the broadcast, mostly by maximum two days. You can hear them on Spotify, Stitcher, Pandora, and iHeart Podcasts, and many, many more. Be sure to subscribe and rate the show on Apple Podcasts for us. And be sure to make AmericaOutloud.news. Okay, we changed. We're AmericaOutloud.news, your daily stop for the latest news and happenings. We almost do our part and share the stories, the articles, the videos, so we can help secure America's future. Now more than ever, you see what's coming over the border. All right, you can find out more about our show, the National Security Hour, and get all the latest podcasts if you go to the menu nav bar at AmericaOutloud.news under the show or schedule, and you'll be in the know. All right. So as Malcolm would say, with liberty and justice for all, it's welcome back, Dr. Michael Shoya and your co-host, Colonel Mike, today on the National Security Hour. We're starting up, gosh, Mike, a week of, of, I don't know, uh, we have so many things going on. Um, You have uh, Israel every day in the news, front page, Um, Gaza. Um, We have the the Oive committees, you know, throughout America and around the world uh, that are just, it's all, it's all, it's all about Gaza. It's all about Israel. And now, what I've seen in the news is the Sultan came out, and he's like, hey, wait a minute. It looks like I'm back in Hamas. What's up with that, Mike? What do you think about that? Well, he's, he, he knows how to play to the crowd, that's for sure, and he knows how to get attention, like you always say. But he came out, I think, this morning, and he said that is, the Israelis are occupiers. So he's, he's pushing the, the ball pretty far down the road. From what's acceptable language, you'll have these, the Mossad bumping him off or something before long. I don't know. Uh, you know, when I heard that, I said, wait a minute, this guy's good friends with Netanyahu. They have a good relationship. They do business, right? So, you know, just in my little small analytical mind, it says to me, somebody was on the front page. So I keep looking at the front page. I looked at the Inquirer. I looked at these other uh, tabloids. Somebody's got to be on the front page because if he gets knocked off the front page, he has to have the front. You know, what I mean? he's yeah. like a news guy. He's a 24 seven got to have his face out there. So did he have a bad dinner? Did he have heartburn? I have no idea. Maybe it's a front page issue. I have no idea. But for sure, he's definitely celebrity status. You know, like he's yeah, like he the Rolling sure Stones. You know, he, you know people it, forget, Colonel, that, you know, when he was first going to become president, they were worried about him because he was always a person who pronounced his intention of restoring the Ottoman Empire. Yes. In, t- in towards Central Asia and in, in the other areas where it used to occupy territory. Mm-hmm. So there's, I think there's, I think he loves the limelight, but I also think there's a mind at work behind there about what he can get out of this toward his own personal goal of uh, empire. Yeah. Well, you know, um, 
when you look, Mike, and this I'm going to I'm going to refer to you because you did more work in the Middle East. Um, when you look at what's in Europe today, in regards to the Muslim community, what's in Germany, what's in Sweden, um, what's in that part of the world, when he gets up and speaks, those people in those countries listen. Would you agree? You bet. Okay. Now we have analysts here who will say to me, <laughs> they laugh it off. Yeah, he's just a big dog. Yeah, excuse me. When you can have that many followers in the Western countries, Western Europe, and in America, and in other parts of the globe, that's nothing to joke about. I don't think so. Do you think so, Mike? No, I, 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 th I think it's a mistake to believe that because those people are, um, there are many nationalities, Arab speakers, Turkish speakers, a lot of different kinds of speakers, but the one thing they don't have in the West is anyone they consider a champion for them. Mm -hmm. And I, I think we're 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 seeing um, Erdogan uh, kind of try to play that role himself. And I have to think that the anger um, that's natural to the kind of Israeli performance we're seeing now is certainly one that can be channeled by a, a man who is clearly um, well versed in the skills of media communication. So, um, you know, the Europeans, uh, a pox on them. They they created this problem for themselves. They deliberately brought these people in to replace white people, and uh, that's what they've been doing. So, if you know, if, if if it all goes to hell, I I couldn't I couldn't weep for them. Uh, they did it to themselves. We did it to ourselves in some ways too. Well, but... yeah. Let's just go. Let's just roll that. Let's roll that tape back a second. Okay. Yeah. So you're talking about you know you're looking at people now. Let's just say the Arabic, the Turkish, the Turkish, Turkish. You know any of the stands, right? Any of the stands, Mike, right? And these are all people that he's led into his country in the last ten years. Afghanistan, Turkish, you name it. They're all inside Turkey right now. Yeah. Plus about another seven million Russians, right? in the last how many years, okay? And some of those Russians may be Muslim. I have no idea. But I'm just saying, he has all these people in there. He gave them passports. He gave them citizenship, Syrians, whatever. They're in his country. It, it, when he makes the, the clarion call, they listen, right? Yeah, He's well, not somebody he is, that you can The people just... he let in were, were at least religiously had affinity with Turks. Right. right. The, the, the Muslims that they let into Europe have no affinity with anything. Right. So he, he makes a call. He says, hey, this is apparently people have probably or maybe the people within his country and other other Turks outside the country have said, hey, what what are you going to do about this? Look at look at the Israelis. Now, what are we you know, we're, we're talking about what what they're seeing as Muslims, what they're seeing happen in Gaza. Right. Muslims seeing what's happening in Gaza. It's just like Americans. Now, what did Americans do when they saw what happened to the Israelis? What was it? October 8th, right? Something like that. Yeah. Um, we it's all uh, we're, we're there. We stand with Israel. We're, we're this. We're that. We're Christian. We're Judeo-Christian. You know, we're vanilla. We're chocolate. We're strawberry. We're, we're you know, all over the map. We couldn't <clears throat> we couldn't get there fast enough. Right. And let, let's just bring it. Let's just bring it to the cherry and the whipped cream. If <laughs> we got a new speaker in the first just the first order of business of the new speaker of the United States of America, Speaker of the House of Representatives, the first order of business, not close the border, not take care of the homeless, not, 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 not. But we're going to support Israel. Yeah. 
So let, let me repeat dear that. Friends. Our yeah. dear friends in Israel. Yeah. Let me repeat Not my that. Dear friends. <laughs> no, no. First order of business. Yeah. Your leader in the House of Representatives. Now, I don't care who comes back with the comments and the emails. You can get us at twomikes.us. You can comment and email there. I don't care who comes back with this Judeo-Christian BS. Okay, because there's no Judeo-Christian. It's Christianity or Jewish. That's it. It's Jew- Jew- okay, that's it. You know, we have a professor to tell us about these things. All right. But, you know, the first order of business, not close the border. Worry about the border in Gaza and worry about the border with Israel. And now, Sisi held a sit-down with all these other nations talking about what we're going to do because they got an issue. You know their issue. They're Egypt. They've been having a problem for a long time. By the way, the number I saw last night on TV was $38 billion to date. They promoted that uh, Egypt got $38 billion to date since I forgot what year. But let's just tell the viewers and the listeners, it's thirty. It's $3 billion a year we give to Israel and $3 billion a year we give to Egypt since 1977, Jimmy Carter time. We give it every year. That's just the front money. That's just, you know, breakfast and uh, ham and eggs, okay? Then we give how many mi- billions more in military aid to Egypt and much more to Israel. So as we suffer in America with inflation, with high gla- gas prices, food prices, food costs, whatever, we still give billions like we do to Ukraine, hundreds of billions, right? Uh, to other countries. So I just, I wanted to put it out there. Okay. That's for the OIVA committee in case you want to dissect what we're talking about today, because the OIVA committees, um, uh, they're in uh, high speed, high, high speed mode. <clears throat> you know, Michael Scheuer is a very well known for saying what's on his mind. And everybody tells us, well, you know what he is. No, he's not that. That's what you guys are. Okay. So if you want to bump cars, we're ready to bump cars anytime you are. Uh, Mike, go ahead. I, I, you know, it's uh, amazing to me how these congressmen don't even hold any any kind of worry about admitting to the American people that they're owned by the Israelis or by rich Jewish Americans or by Chinese or by Chinese. That's right. That's right. It's uh, the country's falling apart and it's clear that they don't give a damn. What happened? In fact, they're inflicting us on us through the Democrats. They don't care a damn what happens to people, their families, their homes, their jobs, their savings. None of it. They care about the damned Israelis or the Gazans. You know, both of them are singularly unimportant to the United States, especially in a time of ongoing disaster within our own borders. It's it's something that that Americans really should consider. Uh, how much of our money since the end of World War II has gone to be laundered overseas as foreign aid and kicked back to the g- governing party of the day? Or maybe great point, Mike. Great point, island. Mike. Go ahead. Great point. 1945, we've been doing this. That's what, what my God. That's 55, 75, almost 80 years, and every year it gets more. We give we give everybody money except people who need it or except for our infrastructure, or except to get rid of the gangsters that are in the Congress. It's time to spend that money at home for what little time we have left, apparently. But we certainly don't need friends like the Israelis, like the British, like the most of NATO. Uh, just money suckers. That's all they are. 
And we, we it, this country is blessed by God with a number of things, and we always forget about the two most important in that terms of national security, which is our our oceans on either side. We can sit there, hit, sit here, and eat popcorn and watch and have some cola or iced tea, and watch what goes on in the Middle East and the Mediterranean because it doesn't matter a damn. Well, you know what happened. What what happened, Mike, is the British and there's many videos, old black and whites, brown and whites, whatever you want to call them, where you know when the British said, "We, you know, we're going to make that partition and we're going to have the." The Jews and the Jews were in refugee camps at the time in Cyprus, you know, and they were bringing them into Palestine. And then we can hear about how many years the Palestinians were there or the Arabs were in Palestine, you know, how many centuries, you know, and then the Jews came. We can hear all of that. We can go and look at it. We can research it. It's all over the web. It's everywhere. YouTube, you know, but yet we're we're always marred down into some kind of a conflict. And even people we know within the intel and military community are sold on this Israeli package. We have to support Israel. And I'm sorry, I'm going to say this uh, before we cut off the first segment. There's people on this show, on this channel, the National Security Channel, who we disagree with. We're all friends, but we disagree with their position on Israel. Okay? We disagree with it because how can you just stand by and watch this carnage, whether it's on the Israeli side or whether it's on the Palestinian side? Okay? Now, what happened is your Marxist teachers that came into this country from World War II, pushing that Marxist crap and, and that Nazi crap, you know, and, that, and all that other stuff, the fascism and, you know, the communism that you put into our universities over the years, that shit's coming back to bite you in the ass today. OK, because now these kids that are in those colleges are looking and saying, hey, man, I stand with Palestine. I stand with Hamas, whatever they stand with. What are you going to do about that? What are you going to do about that? You saw how good the protests were throughout the nation. You saw the protests, how positive it was for the Palestinian people. They're sick and tired of it. But then it got a little bit upsetting because Antifa and BLM infiltrated because there was no protest with any kind of violence until the dogs were called in. And you know who calls the dogs in? Usually it's our people. Get in there and rile them up, you know, do a J6 kind of work. So I'm just telling you, we're not agreeing. You know, we're not sycophants. We're not agreeing. We're not agreeing with some of our friends, too. Mike and I have a different opinion. We come from a different school, you know. Mike's non-interventionist. I'm like, hey, man, can you watch this? Can you tell me that 3,000 kids in Gaza are getting killed because of the bombings, because they have to do surgical bombings? That That's better that they get killed than the Israeli kid gets killed? How about you guys get to a peace table? CC called it. What did we send there? Moron? Why aren't you guys going to this UN that we spend so much money trying to make a peace deal? Right, Mike? I mean, I, I think that's exactly right, Colonel. The, the yeah. So, so this bullshit, this bullshit is all about weapons and another war to take it off the front page of the Bidens, the corruptions, the Democrats, the elections, all this other crap. OK, so let's have another war and let's get to World War Three faster. Well, we're in it already. We've been in it a while, but let's just accelerate it. Let's say, you know what I mean? I mean, what, what's wrong with this country? We talk about, you know, the the only democracy in the Middle East. Get the hell out of here, please. OK, the leader of a free world, who a buffoon, Mr. Magoo. I'm sorry, we got to take a break. We're coming up. I'm getting too excited today. I'm so excited. Please be. But I'm telling you, we're going to take a break. We're going to come up on commercial hour. You're on with the National Security Hour. 
And we're on AmericaOutloud.news. We come five days a week, 7 p.m. Eastern time. Great shows, great hosts. Okay. Military and intel experts. And sometimes we're not all right and we don't agree. So that's okay. We agree to disagree. And uh, don't forget, when you hear the commercial coming up, visit some of those sponsors. You may need some of that. And especially now the winter's coming. You may need some of those goodness. It's called wellness, whatever it is. Goodness, wellness, and goodness. And uh, we'll be back. Uh, after this break, we'll come back to the second segment, and uh, Mike and I will go a little bit further on the Middle East. This is Jody O'Malley with Nurses Out Loud. Did you know our body is made up of trillions of cells, and inside each cell, redox signaling molecules are produced? These molecules hold a sacred place in chemistry because as we age, the vital communication of our immune system to keep our bodies free from harmful bacteria, viruses, and toxins become less efficient. For the first time ever, ASEA brings you the power of these molecules in a convenient and potent form to provide your body with the essential support it needs to thrive. Ever since I toured their facility, I take two ounces in the morning and evening, and my vitality and energy has been restored at a time I needed it the most. Go to americaoutloud.shop and get your exclusive 15% discount by using the code OUTLOUD. How can you improve your odds of staying healthy? The answer is stay healthy with Cofix RX. Who's got time for a cold, strep, a flu, HRV, RSV, or COVID anyhow? Cofix has some great news. Besides being featured as a top five product in the drugstore news, we completed the protocol that you've heard Dr. McCullough talk about. Cofix RX is already famous for a powerful virus-hostile nasal solution, and now we have a throat spray too. Crush those nasty germs before they become a problem. With known antiviral support ingredients like povidone iodine, xylitol, and vitamin D3, you can feel a little safer. For a limited time, when you add the new Cofix RX throat spray to your order, you'll receive 25% off the entire purchase. Just click the Cofix RX banner on the America Out Loud website or store. Be sure to use promo code OUTLOUD25 at checkout. Don't forget, OUTLOUD25 at checkout. The Natural Colon Cleanse. It's the ultimate digestive tune-up with Oxy Powder. It's crafted to alleviate the discomfort of gas, bloating, and occasional constipation. There's a reason why Oxy Powder is our number one seller. It worked. Go to americaoutloud.shop and get 15% off using the code OUTLOUD. Global healing, giving you the power to take control of your health naturally. Welcome back to the National Security Hour. You're on Colonel Mike and Dr. Mike. Monday to Friday, 7 p.m. East Coast time where you come to hear military and intel experts with liberty and justice role. Dr. Mike, why don't you open up this segment? All right, Colonel. I, you know, we there's so much to be said about what's going on in the in Gaza and in the Middle East generally. Um, and we rest, we, we rest kind of comfortably with the idea that the Arabs have been so divided for so long that they're never going to get uh, um, united to the point where they could feel uh, forces that were just insurmountable, unless perhaps not even with tactical nuclear weapons. But I, I, it's it's kind of the the worm always turns, and this I've never seen the the Palestinian cause yield so many orderly and enormous 
they had a million in Turkey the other day and some amount uh, similar in, in uh, Europe somewhere. I think it was in London. But we're, we're betting on a, a system that has been stuck in the status quo for 75 years. And I'm not sure that that's a safe bet anymore. Uh, we don't, we, we can't, uh, we, we don't have, first of all, we don't have the military that we could send there. I heard Colonel McGregor say the other day that we only have about 440,000 um, uh, men and women in the U.S. Army. And only about a third of those are going to be shooters the way the it's so bureaucratized now. Well, somebody's got to take care of the haberdashery. Who's yeah. going to do the wardrobe? Come on. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's a it's it's a situation where it, I think I think it's very dangerous uh, uh, for the world, but especially for the United States, because there's no there's nothing to gain here. The only thing we can gain is a ceasefire. And then a year from now or six months from now or five years from now, it's going to start all over again. And they'll be at the door of the U.S. Treasury wanting money, wanting guns, wanting everything from us all over again. Well, let me ask you, Mike, in in your experience, okay, we've seen what happened. CC put, you know, put a a peace uh, table together, you know, talk about how to end the conversation and this conflict. Yeah. You have our allies. Now, they're not good allies now because they're pissed off with Joe Biden. Let's face it. Saudi Arabia even punched out and said, hey, wait a minute. Uh, Enough is enough. You know, come on. How much you want to do? These Arabs have to come out. These Muslims have to come out and speak out against what's going on. Okay, they're not just going to stand by because they have their own countries, whether they're tyrants or not. We don't care. Okay, but they have people within their own countries that are saying, why are you allowing this? How come you can't speak to America? Just think about this for a minute, Mike. You're in the foreign service again. Guy comes out and says, hey, we want to talk to this and and nothing takes place. America just says, all right, have a nice day. See you later. We got to go bombing. We're going to give them some more supplies. We're going to send ships. Think about that for a minute. Saudi Arabia or whatever other country, they're reaching out. They're saying, come on, guys. You know, isn't there a way to end this thing? Stop it already. You you guys, what does it look like? We're we're supporting Israel. Now, you're going to hear that Israel was attacked. Of course, we know that Israel was attacked on our October 8th. We're going to hear that. That's going to be like the six million. That's going to be like the six million. It'll never go away. And it'll be like, what's his name? One of those guys, Wiesendahl, never again. They had one of those quotations, right? Well, ne- it's, uh, it's always going to be October 8th. You'll never hear January 6th. You'll hear October 8th, okay? And then this is going to go on forever. At some point, now let me tell you something. Netanyahu was up at the UN. We, we heard that. He made, the, okay, we're going to the Abraham Accords. And then we hear other things like, how did the Mossad fail in this one? Is this like a 9-11? Or was Netanyahu so hated that he had to pull this off in order to get some strength again? We don't know the real story, right, Mike? We didn't peel this onion. No. Nobody's peeled this onion yet. And I, I, I think you have gets. to be dubious about it happening by surprise. Right. You know, if anything happened by surprise in Israel, it's really a surprise to all of us who know about Israel. Okay. <laughs> it's a it's a situation where the Ameri- we're we're either playing along with the Israelis on this or the Israelis, as they always do, play us. Uh, you want to know why we rush there? Look at the, the the money that they give the Democrats. Turned them in. Eventually, they turned the the peaceable Democrats into warmongers, just as bad as the Republicans. And I imagine the money flows toward the Republicans too. Um, they they've they've uh, sapped our universities of any kind of freedom of speech or anything else with donations, 
And now because the students have been taught by Democratic professors to love Arabs and hate Jews, they want to withdraw the money they've contributed to the to the Ivy League schools and other schools. Mike, expand on that a minute. That was great. I saw that article, too, and I saw it in the news. Yeah. All of a sudden, the big money Jewish money is is like, hey, 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 wait a minute. You're not doing that Marxism anymore? Mm-mm-mm. Pull it back. Deal with the Arabs. we got to get that stuff out of here. Yeah. What was that all about? It, you know, and it shows th- their concern for the First Amendment or any amendment in this country or, or this country or the Constitution is nil. Right. Their their desire is to gain influence and power, protect their own businesses and protect Israel. Uh, you know, Steve, I wonder if there would be a, a single American who who uh, stood up and said at some point, um, if, if the Vatican was attacked, would we would we go and, and, and take care of them? You know, uh, certainly not. I would oppose it. And I'm a Catholic. It's it's an it's an idiocy. Israel, for all it says, is a theocracy. It's based on a religion. It's not based. on. You mean to tell me it's not the only democracy in the Middle East? Come on. Well, how do how do they treat their own Arab population? Right. You know, and and demography is going to have it that sooner or later they're going to be outnumbered by their own Arabs. So what you know, it's it's this is a simple problem. It's 4000 miles from the United States. They're not our friends. They spy on us. They share our technology with foreign countries. And, and even if they didn't do all of that, the idea of this mighty country on an entire continent feeling obliged to bleed and spend and get into debt for a little New Jersey-sized place on the other side of the world, that, that's an insanity built on this idea of democracy. And democracy is in its death throes in Israel, in Europe. And all uncertainly here. So it's time to say enough. Let us take care of the problems we have at home. Let the Israelis. We have too many problems. We have too many problems. Yeah. Listen, this is a diversion. There's too many problems at home, Mike. They want it. They want to just put our, our sights somewhere else every other week, another hot button. I'm going to, I'm going to, there's something here I want to quote. Albert Einstein, when he met Charlie Chaplin in 1931. Einstein said, what I admire most about your art is your universality. You do not say a word, and yet the world understands you. It's true, replied Chaplin, but your fame is even greater. The world admires you when no one understands you. I think that's America today. I really think that's America today. The world admires you, but we don't understand you. Who the hell are you, America? What happened to you? I mean, I talk to people, Mike, you know that, all around the globe, and I see people from all around the globe when I'm in D.C., okay? And I'm saying, wait a minute. Why are these people telling us if you go down, we go down? What's going on with America? Why are you doing this? Why are you doing that? Okay? And these are people that were longtime friends. You know, they they like Democrats. They like Republicans. They like doing business in America. And they're like, are you guys really committing suicide at this rate? Or do you want to go faster? Like, how, how do you want to kill this country? And yet... We have people in our government. Forget, we don't even want to get into the civil servants, the government employees. They're not workers, by the way. That's the Soviet Union. Government employees, you know, all that other crap. But we have a Pentagon. We have a Department of Defense. We have a Congress. We have a Senate. And we have a White House where it's all about war and famine. You got morons like John Kerry getting up and say, look, we got to kill every farm to get to net zero. How about we do net zero with you first? We try you first. We, you're the sample. 
All right. We put you in a room and we don't feed you for a month. See if it works in that zero. You know, yeah. come on. You well, know, you know, this is a insanity. Question, a simple question, uh, Colonel. Why are the Israelis more important than those thousands of people in Hawaii that got deliberately burned out? Very good. Houses? Very good. And, and why are the Ukrainians more important? Yeah. And why, why is anybody why is more that? important? Is that, you know, the Lord didn't create stupid people. And he doesn't expect you to, to um, deliver um, uh, money food, whatever it is, if it means you're going to kill your own people. You know, it's it's there's no reason for for what goes on in this country. Mike, you're speaking as if we're a Christian nation, which we no longer are. OK, well, we're much more Christian than anything else. But I'm afraid people have forgotten what Christianity is. Yeah. It's like Israel well, in some ways. You know, I've, I've said it to, before to you, there's a place called Babylon that the Lord sent the Israelis for being um, disrespectful to him and and for other reasons and and it seems to me that that uh the idea that uh, israel will exist forever because it should just goes against the way the lord works uh this is not the israel of 1947 or 48 49 when they're hanging on for their lives they've long been a fully modern rich country thanks in part to the united states thanks in part to their own ingenuity uh but there's, this is not a, a peaceful, God-loving country. It's a, it's a, it's a barbarous country in some ways, and we're seeing that now. I would say also they're atheistic too. I mean, they're, you got Hasidic Jews and re religious Jews there, but also these guys are. There's a lot of them that are just atheists. You know what I'm saying? It's just a nice lifestyle. It's like you know Beverly Hills of uh, the Middle East. Yeah, you could live nice. You could move out of the Western Europe and Eastern Europe and America and move back and live pretty well, you know. A couple of rockets here and there. Eh, it's no big deal. It's like Fourth of July. You know what I mean? But you know, when they absolutely. got strong. Go ahead. And we've said it before, Colonel. You know, six million dead Jews is a terrible thing. And Hitler did it. And we punished him. He's defeated. But we have a, a Holocaust here of 62 million dead children. And nobody's concerned. No one's concerned, but even more than that, the Jewish American community in this country was overwhelmingly in favor of abortions. As, as all the Catholics, let's be fair, as all the Catholics and the Protestants. Well, not as much. At least there was within Protestantism and within Catholicism uh, a hard core of opposition to it, which finally prevailed. Yeah, but uh, is in my experience, in my observation of what goes on in this country, Whatever kind of death wish the Democrats want to uh, employ on people, whether it's starving them to death because of uh, not making um, fertilizers or abortion or whatever, or the, or the COVID, no matter what happens, it seems in, in the public prints, in the newspapers, on the television, wherever you see it, Jewish Americans are always in the lead of supporting what they wanted. And now in some way, as I said, they're getting paid back for throwing their lot in with the with the Democrats by the way the Democrats have turned um, American uh, universities into factories for hating the Israelis. Well, they were hating the Americans for a long time. It's time to switch. Yeah, everybody and now, should, everybody should <laughs> get a chance. <laughs> and now this week's special is hate the Israelis. Yeah. All righty, right there from the University of Nowhere, you know. It's just the way our, our education system is, and it's so, so upside down.
And, you know, I was so happy to see some of these, these big money Jewish guys pulling pulling their money out because what you did is you seen them get outed. So yeah. they were supporting all this bullshit. You understand? Yeah. And uh, I, I, I know I'm saying the wrong word. I, I'm sorry. I have to say BS or crap or whatever. But, you know, let's get let's get real. Let's get real. This is the National Security Hour, guys. There's no children listening to this show at 7 p.m. Eastern time. OK, so let's get real. Uh, you know, we're going to have a lot of people on this network, whether it's AmericaOutloud.news or the National Security Out telling you why we must do it. Just like the just war of the George Bush, the just war, just do it like Nike. Let's get go to war four trillion. And who's gearing up for this The military industrial complex? And you're going to hear things like we don't we can't defend our own country because we're saving the world. Man, get a grip, man. You got it. I really mean this. You guys have to start pounding the phone lines, the emails to these congressmen and saying enough is enough. Stop it. Enough is enough. You have no friends now. You'll have met much less of the friends around the globe while you go out with this democracy package. That is BS. OK. You'll have less friends. And I don't care who who on our team here on this five day a week national security hour disagrees with us. You have the right to disagree with us. And I don't care who you are. I really mean that. You know what I'm saying? Bottom line is we're just telling it like it is. You can't watch this carnage. I don't care what they are, whether they're Palestinians, Gazans, Muslims, Arabs, they're human people. You can't watch this anymore and sit back like this is a sports game. And you know what's what's wrong with our country, Mike? We're so uh, numb because all this crap's going on, but sports is on. All this crap's going on. Today's going to be a football. Or tomorrow's going to be a basketball day or a baseball day. You know, we just go out in America the next day. It's another ball game. You know what I'm saying? And who pays attention? You know, you listen to it a few minutes. Ah, it's okay. You're numb to this stuff. You're really numb to it. But here in our country, open borders. Africans are being dropped off right now in Atlanta from Africa. There's there's black Americans videoing Africans being dropped off at 7-Elevens in Atlanta area saying, why are these guys getting dropped off in vans? We don't even know who they are. They don't live in the neighborhood. Nobody's paying attention. See, everybody's paying attention over there. So why are they dropping off these African nationals into cities? Or what are they looking for, an uprising? I think that's what they're looking for. They're looking for something to happen so they can crack down and we won't have an election maybe. What do you think about that, Dr. Mike? Yeah, I, I think that's exactly, you know, they're running out of options. Yeah, uh, I think uh, it's important that the Republicans got a, a, a speaker. That's important. Uh, I'm not sure he's going to be worth a horse's um, ear. But I think uh, on the whole, there's nobody up there in Washington who really gets gets the anger that's in this country toward them. And why? Well, they're immune, Mike. They get the anger, but they're immune. They're just immune, Mike. They're, they're inoculated. They don't care. They're going to live their life. They're going to they're going to do insider trading. You know what I mean? We have a goofball. I won't tell you the state. He runs as a conservative Republican, right? It's in our area, okay? And he's he's out there. Yeah, I'm a conservative, and my opponent is a moderate Republican. I'm a conservative Republican. He's ashamed to say the guy's a rhino. Yeah, and and this guy wants your support. Now, just to be fair. I've seen this on Twitter. I've seen it other places. A lot of these guys want to play soft. They don't want to go on podcasts. They don't want to go on shows. They want to preach to the guys that, you know, 
a sycophant's in back pat him. You know what I mean? Like, hey, yeah, I, I like you a lot, Larry. You're a great guy. Oh, George, you're just fantastic. You know, they don't want a hard question. No. They don't want to get on a show like ours, you know, and say, hey, but what do you think about this? Well, you know, I got because they're taking money from special interests, from special countries, from countries that have special interests and more money. So what they're saying is we want you to vote for us. We don't need your money. We got all the money in the world and we'll just cushion our life for the next 30 years. Right. And we'll get out 30 years with a nice tight pension. If you have 30 years, guys, you don't have those 30 years anymore. Not in today's world. Those days are over, 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 over. Okay. People are just tired of your BS. We don't want to hear about it anymore. Okay. We're just so tired that you could sit back and watch this crap and tell us that we got to support a country because they got attacked. Well, wow, imagine that. They got attacked and we got to support them. We got to support Ukraine because they got attacked too. Who's next? Who's next? St. Thomas? Who's next? Venezuela? Tell me who's next. Hey, we're getting down to the last minute, Mike. I just burned up this segment. We're going to commercial. We'll be back on the other side. We are the pulse and voice of everyday American thought. AmericaOutloud.news, delivering a message of truth, inspiration, and hope to the world. Here we take on the challenges of our generation so that we can preserve future generations. Join us in the fight for liberty and justice for all. America Out Loud Talk Radio. These days, every time you turn on the news, it seems like there's a new threat to your health. Maintaining a strong immune system has never been more critical. Advanced Nutrition Company, Healthy Cell, created Immune Super Boost to help you strengthen your immunity. Unlike other supplements that don't work, Immune Super Boost is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed nutrients proven to support immunity, like vitamin C, D3, zinc, elderberry, and echinacea. These physician-formulated gels come in a small gel pack. Tear off the top and shoot it down, or mix it in water. Boost your immunity. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. We know you love the versatility and portability of the Genesis Fogger, but sometimes you just want to set it and forget it. Well, we heard you. Introducing the UX4 HOCL Atomizer. This stationary unit quietly protects you and is perfect for smaller spaces. With over a quarter million units sold in Japan, it's now available in the United States. Visit genesisfogger.com forward slash out loud to see the UX4 in action and receive a 15% discount on either Fogger with promo code OUTLOUD. With Genesis, you're ready for anything. Welcome back to the National Security Hour. You're on with Dr. Mike, Colonel Mike. Final segment. Boy, this went fast today, Mike. Um, I'm going to let you open it up, Mike, because I just hogged so much time. I really feel bad. I apologize. (laughs) I 
I, I was just uh, wanted to say one more thing, and then we can turn to uh, another issue. It seems to me that one thing that, that the deep state and the Israelis ran uh, a bad bet on, there is no way the uh, Israelis didn't know that that attack was coming. And, and I, I say that from experience. We knew the 9-11 attack was coming to hit us. We didn't know where, at least at my level, we didn't know where it was going to come. Although we knew they were training on airliners and they didn't care for a lot of uh, training unless they could, as long as they could get it off the ground and fly it. Uh, we knew an attack was coming somewhere in the United States. Now, the Israelis have denied they've had any indication of it beforehand. Uh, when you see, as we did on the first day, what about 40 kilometers of their cyclone fence with cameras everywhere? Does, does 40, 40 miles or 40 kilometers of fence actually go down all of a sudden and it surprises anybody and no one notices it's down? I think there's a contagion here because I don't think Netanyahu is going to be able to defend the idea that it was such an imaginatively put together and quietly put together an attack in uh, in Gaza, from Gaza, that they didn't know about it. And I hope it contaminates uh, the American mind and lets it, lets it go back to 2020. 20, uh, 2001, and to get the papers that were made to be released to the public and never were to be released and see what this government didn't, what the Bush government knew and what the Clinton government knew beforehand before that attack. I think there are two poison wells that neither the Israelis nor the, the American uh, government want anyone to look into. And I think there's going to be a lot of momentum to do just that when this is all over. Well said, Dr. Michael Scheuer. I, I do agree with you on that one because everybody keeps forgetting about 9-11, 9-1-1. We remember it every year, only at a certain time of the year, once a month, right? It's a, it's a bad situation, and we'd be better off at a country, as a country if we knew the whole truth, or at least the American people were told what was coming their way at a time when its government was turning down every possible uh, uh, avenue, closing every possible avenue to killing bin Laden. Um, it's, it's a story worth telling, and we have the evidence uh, in the files of the 9-11 uh, Commission that would show that. So if there's a bright side to it for the United States, and I think there's very few, if any, but this might be one. Very well said, Mike. You know, it's just like the Kennedy assassination. We will never know, but we have an idea, but we will never know, right? Oh, and you and I have talked, Colonel, to very, you know, to a number of very smart people on that issue who obviously from the, the presentations they made had done extraordinary close research on the subject that if we had any, if we were sure that no one killed Kennedy but the shoot one shooter, Oswald, that we would go back and look at it again and show the American people all of the evidence to, you know, say these guys are very learned, but they're wrong. This is what happened. And uh, I, 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 yeah, I, I think it's just as worth going back and looking at what the Kennedy's done. 
it's or what was done to the Kennedys, both both uh, John F. Kennedy and his brother. Well, and, just just look at the uh, the the present day Kennedy, the guy who's running a you know independent re, re, Democrat, yeah. whatever, RFK Jr. They already got his family to go against him, his brothers and sisters. Okay. They already said, uh-uh, you don't get demand any, you can't get any Secret Service, although he's got threats on his life. You know, so uh, obviously uh, he's he's upsetting somebody by running. All right. Well, who is it? We don't know. No. And it goes a long way, too, I think, with Robert Kennedy Jr. That cult, the cult of the Democrats is more important than your family. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It's, it's, it really is an interesting thing to see somebody's family turn against them because he wants a better country. Mm -hmm. I would never vote for a Kennedy, I don't think, at this point in my life. But I, I certainly. Uh, well, wait a minute. You, you would have never voted for a Kennedy at any point in your life. Let's be honest, right? Yeah, I got to be honest. Yeah, that's true. Right. I never would. Right. But, but now looking back, you would have probably voted for John. Uh, I, I don't know. Um, okay. Yeah, I don't know. I think there's a closer chance that I might have for him, but not for the others. Right. And especially Ted. Oh, but, nobody. Yeah, we're not. Yeah, exactly. But, but what, what I I would have no objection to as, as a citizen to spending the uh, American government's money to protect the presidential candidate. That's part of the game. Right. Those guys put their lives on the line, even if they're doofuses like Buttigieg or, or, or that clown from Texas and his uh, Second Amendment uh, tears every time he speaks. Who is that, Mike? Oh, God. He ran against um, uh, Cruz. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, he has an Irish name or something like that. Something. Well, he, makes it, he, makes it, he makes it sound Irish, and he's got yeah, a yeah, woman. Yeah, yeah, he, He's from El Paso. I know you, yeah. Yeah. El Paso guy. Yes, and the woman he's married to apparently has an enormous amount of money, like John Kerry. Right. Probably, if he wasn't in the Senate, and he, if he didn't have a, uh, the Heinz money behind him, he'd probably be uh, scratching out a farming life without Nah, anything. he'd probably be in Antwerp dealing diamonds because his real family's not uh, Irish. Okay, go ahead, continue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he'd be dealing diamonds in Antwerp, you know? Yeah. It's a... Uh, it's a it, this country is a mess, but it's it, it's a mess of our own making. And I guess anything that man makes, man cannot make. Uh -huh. but, but the time grows short. Well, we've been on this thing about nine months, National Security Hour. You know, with Dr. Mike, Colonel Mike, and uh, others, seven days a week, five uh, seven p.m. five days a week, Monday to Friday. Great, great uh, guests, great uh, host, great content. And I can tell you, after about nine months, going on ten, or we're already in ten, I think. No, no, we're going to ten. Um, I could tell you, we've been talking about this stuff about the border for more than nine months between podcasting and the America out loud dot news network. And there's great reports coming out on Facebook and Twitter and all these things. You got Michael Young, Dr. Larry selling all these people telling you about the border and nothing's happened. And we expect to have a real election next year because we have early voting right now in Virginia. And uh, who gives a crap? You should just have it one day. If you can't take one, make it Black Friday because everybody will come out for TV, right? Then you get, they'll come out for voting at the same time because this country, they're more, they're more interested about what size TV they can get on Black Friday, you know what I mean, than they are about who they're going to elect for president. And as you can see, it's obvious looking at our White House, right? So I'm just saying uh, we have to do something about the election system. And then we have the, the election denier, the election fraud, the cyberspace, all this other stuff. 
Uh, are we really going to have an election with all these people coming across the border? Is that the insurgency that they were looking for to make sure the trouble happens? I don't know. I don't have the proof. Can't tell you. But after all these months, nothing's changed. Louis Gomer, you don't even remember his name. He was a congressman. He may still be a congressman. I haven't heard from him. He used to give out teddy bears on the border, and he's gone. Uh, we have no governors at the border. Okay, then we have m- more congressmen that represent the areas near the border that don't even go to the border because you know it's a little bit ways from home, maybe twenty, thirty minutes. You know what I'm saying? Traffic and all. And with the illegals coming across, you don't want to hit an illegal by accident because then you're going to have to pay twenty million to send them home with your insurance company, right? So I mean, there's a lot of things that we could do that we're not doing, and what we're not doing is we're not paying attention to this country collapsing. Okay, and there's going to be a lot of books written. This is the year of the book. You know that, Mike. What happens the year before the election? The year of the book. Just tune into Fox News. You'll see every bookseller you want. They're all out there. There'll be there'll be three books a week coming out. Don't worry about it. You know, this is what happens pre-election. Get that book out there. We want to, you know, and they're going to give you information that you can get right here on the National Security Hour, Monday to Friday, 7 p.m. with guys like Colonel Mike, Dr. Mike and others. Okay, so uh, I'm just. Just giving you a heads up what's in the uh, what's in the wind, as we say, what's in the wind. And um, with that, we don't want to say what holidays came and passed because we don't do that on this show. But there's another holiday with us spend billions and billions of dollars, you know, to give the kids a sugar attack and get the flu. Right after that, the immune system will go down. And here comes another covid. We may have another covid coming. Who knows? We have no idea. All we know is I've seen a, there's a, a nice clip. Uh, of a guy speaking at a uh, town hall about all the people that worked f- for the CDC. I don't know if you saw that. Did you see that clip, Dr. Mike? No, I don't think I did. All right. There's a guy, he gets up and he announces all the names of the people at the CDC who had these names, which I don't want to say on the air, but uh, they were from uh, the only democracy in the Middle East. <laughs> and uh, they were the ones that locked us down. Every one of them. They were called Americans, by the way, too. Yeah. All right. So just just to just to put it out there. And if anybody wants a, a clip of that video, uh, you can email. It's two mics dot us. Email us at two mics dot us. I'll be happy to give you that clip because we're not going to put it on this one, but we'll give it to you directly email. So this way, you know, who was behind the CDC besides Mr. Fauci, you know, the granddaddy of uh, take a jab one, take a jab two, take a jab here and there, you know. And, hey, at least you're going to have less COVID. Ah, we made a mistake. It's okay. You know what I mean? COVID, COVID, COVID. We got down to the final six minutes, Brother Mike. So uh, why don't you give me some some more of that knowledge that you have up there in that skull? Well, I I don't know how much is left up there, but I I was interested. I think on Thursday, the government published uh, an order that has prevented all American producers of ammunition that is used for uh, non-military ammunition. To, they, it, it forbids them to export any for the next 90 days. Uh, so I wonder who's going to, what, what's going to be, what's going to happen to that stockpile there at the moment. And I was just, I got, you know, a couple of speculations. One of them is they're playing favorites because they listed 46 nations which could still get the ammunition oh favoritism we love that we love favoritism and the rest but you know 
with all these uh, military-aged men coming into this country from China, from Africa, from Venezuela, from all over the world, if, if they turn on Americans, they can't turn on Americans with military-grade mm-hmm. weapons. They have to be supplied with weapons that can be, you know, just commented on as saying, oh, they bought them at a at a, a local fishing and hunting store or something. Right. And I just wonder what the story is there. There's always seems to be more to, to even the most innocuous things. But once he gets playing around with ammunition, uh, mm-hmm. it's a, it's a different story. And I wonder who's going to buy the ammunition. They can't send uh, export overseas for 90 days or, Maybe it was just a trial to see if nobody gripes. Maybe it'll just ban it forever in inside this mm-hmm. country. Right. It's something to keep our eye on. Isn't it amazing? And these are the guys who want to stop the Second Amendment. Always. By the way, we didn't even talk about the shooter. Gosh, we got a couple of minutes. I'll just like to throw in, like every other punk who likes to wipe out people, again, chicken shit, you know, committed suicide, right? Now, well, we may we may touch on this, I guess, the next show, Mike. But you know what happens when they take them out of the closet. You know, when they need them, they take them out of the closet. Yeah. They say, OK, go do your job. And in the end, if you you don't kill yourself, we'll kill you. Another well, one of these crazy suicide, Colonel. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's what it is. Yeah. Hey, by the way, here's here's an update. <clears throat> There's a guy named Pascal Najati. He's the son of the WEF co-founder Hussein Najati. He's calling for the arrest of Bill Gates, the WHO leadership, the WEF, Klaus Schwab, Big Tech, and Pfizer. He says he and his mother are now dying from the vaccine, which he calls poison. Wow. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. His dad was a co-founder. Well, yeah, it's the axis of evil. What's the axis of evil, Mike? World Economic Forum, United Nations, and WHO. Yeah. There's the axis of evil. And the it's Democratic not, Party. <laughs> well, they're Mickey Mouse compared to those guys. You know what I mean? Well, internationally they them. are, but here at home, they are, they are a poison. They are a scourge. Every one of them. There's no, it doesn't matter if they're a Clinton or if they're a that uh, a black woman named Jackson Lee who swears at her staff all the time and yells at them. They're all, they're all worthless. I think you're being biased. You got to put in some Republicans. Come on. Well, there's all we, I, I would put in all 525 of them, except for maybe Ron Paul and a dozen others. Uh, but not much, Colonel. In, in the two, in 2023 terms, you must use the word uniparty, sir. It's no longer Democrats and Republicans. It's a uniparty. Yeah. You know? Or it, an it, oligarchy, it, as you would say. Yeah, it's the American oligarchs. We have our hey, Russia has oligarchs. We have oligarchs too. See, they're I mean, no how much? Us. How much did uh, Diane Feinstein die? How much did she have? Did she leave? Three hundred million, four hundred million? What was it? So I, it I was really a, don't know, but it was more than what she ever made in the Congress. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And Pelosi's probably close to two hundred million, right? So, I mean, this is the American oligarchs and. And who else benefits? Military industrial complex, lobbyists, K Street, you name it. Generals. Okay. Yeah. Generals. And like and like the foreign governments say, you know, to do business with America, we gotta hire the mafia. And you know who the mafia is? <laughs> it's the lobbyists. 
We all got to have a lobbyist, right? We're coming down to the last minute. It was a great show today, Mike. Went fast. You know that. A lot right? of stuff to talk about. Huh? There's a lot of stuff to talk about. I, I was thinking I got some cards for my grandchildren for Halloween, and I, it's the uh, a shot of the Headless Horseman with kind of a caricature. Mm-hmm. It reminded me of Biden in a way. He's kind of a, it would be a brainless horseman for Halloween. But it's, this, this country is in tough shape, but its people are still good people, most of them. And the ones that have faith are, are uh, potential leaders for a, a, a reconciliation amongst people in this country. But it'd be a hard climb, Michael. Sure, it's going to be a hard climb. It is hard. People got people got to get off their arse. Okay, people got to get off their arse. They got to make phone calls. They got to do emails. They got to do fax. Whatever it is, they got to do. They got to let this government know. And it, this is my favorite thing. I always say, you really want to take action, primary anybody you don't like. Just trust me. It works. Primary them. Go out there, make some posts, spend a few hundred bucks. You know, just you know, Joe Blow running against him or her, right? When you put that sign in the ground, that's like giving them electric shocks. That's like uh, kryptonite to Superman, okay? The minute they think they can lose, they get your attention. Yeah. Because after they win, they don't even want to know you, okay? Yeah, yeah, they'll give you a flag, bring the Boy Scouts up to the place, you know, whatever, you know what I mean? A little hug, uh, whatever they're going to do, right? Uh, but the minute you say, I'm primarying you, I don't mean with a real guy, but just Joe Blow or, you know, Annie Blow, whatever. OK, put your name on a sign. Good to go. Mike, I got to wrap this up. It was a great show. And uh, I got to give the exit strategy here, as we call it. What's our exit strategy in America? I have no idea. But all I know, thank you. Thank you to Michael Shearer for joining us today on the National Security Hour. Remember. The National Security Hour is the tip of the spear in the epic battle to defend the United States of America. With liberty and justice for all, thank you for joining us on the mission. We'll be back next week. Colonel Mike, Dr. Mike signing off.